It's a beautiful day as I always say. I'm your personal happiness coach, Clint Svergis. I welcome you to the first episode of the Engage and Inspire podcast. In today's episode of the podcast, I'm going to introduce you to a very good friend of mine, also my manager and a business partner, Nikhil Bise. I've known him for almost over half a decade and he knows a lot of my secrets that not a lot of the world knows. The podcast is going to be divided into 10 different chapters. Are you ready to dig deep into it? Let's do this. Welcome to the podcast. We're yet to figure out a name. This is episode one. And uh, on today's episode of this beautiful podcast, uh, we've got Nikhil on board. Nikhil uh, is my homie, my friend, a friend, a philosopher, a guide, and also manages uh, me. So welcome onto the podcast, Nikhil. It's my pleasure, Clancy. Chapter one. What are the challenges faced by event industry post-pandemic? So I remember uh, in March, we had a couple of gigs planned. Mm, uh, yeah. Yeah. And April, uh, we were supposed to fly to Russia and yes, like there were some international yes, gigs lined yes. up. And suddenly everything was shut mm. because and from there we have seen the uh, roughest patch. You know, we have been working together for six years now. Yes. Uh, this was the roughest patch where we were actually uh, looking at how to sustain mm. so here for an artist fraternity as a whole for the entertainment industry as a whole uh, you and me we have been discussed we have discussed over calls of how to just uh, pull this through yeah. during the lockdown but uh, i remember you always being positive that nikhil don't worry yeah, nikhil, yeah, don't yeah. worry we got this we got this just have patience I remember I was ready to take uh, some gigs, you know, which were not of your profile. I mean, which were, you know, where where uh, Clint's Vergis was not required. They were, uh, you know, they uh, just wanted a performer. And yeah, yeah. I think I think this brings to a very interesting part of the podcast where we're going to discuss how artists have slashed their prices during the lockdown. And uh, because, you know, everybody out exactly. of the fear that will we get any work from here on, uh, how will we navigate through these challenging times? Most of the artists, especially in the MC fraternity that I can talk about, everybody at least uh, cut their cost to 50% Absolutely. or more even like, more you know, some that. of more the, a that. lot of the uh, like senior, most, uh, you know, I mean, like very famous and known MCs cut their cost to one fourth or one fifth of their mm -hmm. pricing, right? Exactly. It's, it's out, out of necessity. Of necessity. And, and, and I think uh, one of the, one of the calls that we took at a very early stage around May or June was the fact that we are not going to cut cost, hmm. but rather let's add more value, value. by giving exactly. additional services. That is what I loved about you the most. Uh, you decided that uh, since virtual events was something we had never done before. Yeah. But you said, Chalo, let's let's take it up as a challenge. Like yeah. you always say, you know, these things are uh, challenges yeah, and yeah, we crisis. need to overcome this. Yeah, yeah. And I saw you coming up with ideas every single day, Clancy, from uh, getting a studio in the house. We're actually streaming from our bedroom right now as we're speaking, so. And, yeah. and right from, I remember right from, I guess the first couple of gigs on the virtual uh, gigs we did from the mobile or laptop. Yeah, After yeah. that, immediately you knew how we could, you know, uh, improve uh, customer experiences. You switched to DSLR, you got yeah. in lights. And then, then there was this part of you where uh, you wanted to give more services. Yeah. 
uh, if if you're not slashing cost you would want to give more services and that is where the illusionist came that is where the singer <laughs> came yeah yeah i i first time saw uh, uh, you and uh, a guitarist coming together and on performing a on a virtual right? platform and the quality of it was so good yeah, yeah i was i was that is where you know that is where that is what shows the character of a person like how a person uh, behaves or uh, responds to a crisis defines his character uh, one of the challenging situation was nobody knew what to do and how to start right okay. and i said that's the best part exactly. because if nobody knows it so then uh, you know then if you work hard you can have a head start Hmm. It's it's like that, right? Because if there are if there were like lot of people who knew it and we didn't know it, then that's a bad situation or Absolutely. a bad condition. Absolutely. But if it's equal for everyone, then you just keep, got to keep your hustle mode on. And I feel it's not the lockdown or it's not like a pre-lockdown, post-lockdown. If you are a hustler and like you're a hustler, like real hustler, hmm. then you can navigate through any situations and challenges in life. I truly believe the ability to keep yourself self-motivated is. the super power that we need to work on if any if all of us can work on that i think uh, you know the, the consequence of it is being able to go through any challenging situation see can see the question is how uh, i remember i have had real tough days during the lockdown clean see i mean uh, there was nothing much to do we were yeah. locked inside the house uh, we couldn't go anywhere how how did you still keep on to that energy to that enthusiasm to that uh, hustling spirit what what was that that was uh, that kept you going and pushing harder chapter 2 how to stay self motivated you see we all invest into a better version of ourselves right we wear good clothes we eat good food we sp- watch whatever movies or uh, we hang with people is because we want to be better feel better everything is we want it's a better version of ourselves uh, now now think of it this way we all want to go to let's say a destination we all want to go to manali hmm. right and to reach to manali you have to actually you know either you can directly fly into kullu airport or you go to either chandigarh delhi, or yeah. delhi airport and then you have to take a road Nowadays. trip and you know it's there is there is so much of like you you know road trip uh, in the mountains is not a easy job for a lot of people if you have uh, if you get sick uh, of long distance travel and all of that it's not going to be easy but the point is this when you thought of you wanting to go to manali it can't be just that when you reached manali you are happy like you have it's not the destination that matters it's the journey right and just like that uh, it's not only when we achieve or when we get something that matters the most uh, the process of achieving it if you enjoy it uh, you if you enjoy and do anything the consequence of it is you will be able to achieve whatever Absolutely. you have planned for Absolutely. and i am a very strong believer in that because i think largely everybody looks at it as if i get it or if i achieve something only then will i be happy uh but i truly believe if you are happy and you enjoy the process you will achieve and get whatever you want absolutely and i think it's just it, it can be like a word play here and there but i believe in that i try to live it up accordingly and uh, looping in back to the conversation about the lockdown right i think that that was exactly what it was i thought this is an opportunity uh we got to work on it and because i believe in really like if, if any type of service is the best uh, thing to do in life like if you look at uh, like the biggest social uh, workers or the biggest entrepreneurs in the world everybody is doing some sort of service it's not about Correct. them it's about Correct. the people Correct. it's purpose driven 
So I said, why don't we apply the same filter? So that was Absolutely. that was the core idea of wanting to upgrade. Uh, you know, everybody said virtual events were not impactful and live events were not coming virtual. So I said, if it's not coming in virtual, that is an opportunity. Because now you have to look at how do you make it more mazedar, right? Mm. So from the basics of, you know, everybody realized that internet connectivity is a challenge. So we upgraded the internet connectivity to 300 Mbps speed. Then we said the challenges are audio or video. Mein, matlab, uh, you know, it looks like webcam uh, of the laptop is very blurry, mm. the audio is not enhanced. So we said, okay, chalo, let's work on that. Then we thought that's all that we'll have to do. Just get like some lights, mm. get a DSLR, put some tripod stand, get a podcast mic system. And then we said, okay, now we have cracked virtual events. Yeah. When, when, we fin when we did all of that, we realized that, Are Baba, what about the engagement now? Mm. How do you virtually engage, connect with people? So then we constantly worked on improving our product or service or whatever we call as and we, we tried to come out with a lot of games, activities, uh, engagement stuff and I think we're still continuously on the process of working on it. Chapter 3 Virtual events versus on-ground events I truly believe virtual is here to stay. Like people, you it know, will stay. It, it will stay. stay people are saying that virtual will die down once the lockdown is over. Definitely not, Lindsay. I think virtual fact, is here to stay. In fact, I feel that this is an opportunity to go uh, across borders, like now. Of what we've done, like yes, things that we we've done. Yes, we have done. We have done. Yeah. So now it's not just for live in live events. You are restricted restricted to an area. Yeah. So now you can just uh, stream virtually to to other countries, and you know, your client base actually increases. So virtual. True. This lockdown came as came uh, came in as an opportunity for us to explore yeah. more, more avenues. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's where that's where it has worked for a lot of people, and it has worked against some people as well. Exactly. Because traditionally, who were uh, rooted to the idea that this is what or how they uh, how they approach. If if there is no flexibility in your exactly. approach in life in exactly. general, exactly. Uh, changes will always be disasters. In mm. uh, is what I feel. Chapter four: School life tales. Me and Clint's uh, were schoolmates. We were in the same school. You were my junior, bro. Yes, I'm my two junior. years, two years junior yeah, to Clint's. Yeah. So, uh, I guess uh, all of all of the Holy Family kids watching this. Special <laughs> shout out to Holy Family Convent High School, Vasai East, East, where all the producers of the uh, of that uh, farm. And uh, I think we are some organic A grade, triple <laughs> A grade quality producers. Absolutely, by the absolutely. Way. So you know, we remember Clint's as the the guy who would throw the discus uh, discus yeah. throw from one end of the ground to the other end of the yeah, ground. Yeah. I remember forty um, meters plus on a two kg yes, discus yes, is yes, what yes, I yes. remember. So, so, performance was. So Clint's was uh, he was not always this fit. Obviously, he was not always this fit. I was, was fit. I feel <laughs> I was fit, but I was. I was huge you, and fit. Huge, okay, fitness. Huge and fit. <laughs> huge and fit. Okay, he was part of, yeah. <laughs> he was huge and fit, and uh, he was always the popular guy. Mm. Uh, always uh, the person who stood out in crowd. And uh, yes, he was adored by uh, all the students, all the juniors, all the teachers. Uh, but also, Clint's. I, I remember uh, Clint's had a, a, a aggressive or a, yeah. a violent uh, side to him as well, which I have not seen for a long time. Yeah. Uh, what was what was that about? I mean, are you still you still have temper? You don't have temper. Chapter five: How to deal with aggression. 
the question being ki do i get angry in life i do definitely get yeah. angry in life uh but then what happens is it's not about you need to understand that it's not the emotions that you are but you are the person who is going through those emotions so i think that's where i talk about its importance of awareness so i do get angry but i don't respond to my anger the way i used to before yeah. like you know i would i would literally through vocal or like physical things i would i would respond like i would express myself so i think i've learned to channelize a lot of my emotions in general uh, especially the ones that are very intense you know uh, like i remember a lot of times but i think one of the things when i'm on stage that i still need to control on is once i'm on stage i just start jumping off stages <laughs> we have all seen that <laughs> yeah and uh, bringing back to that topic where jumping off stages that become such a famous uh, such a uh, favorite thing for me that broke i have broken your... literally like yeah i remember there was a ligament tear and he was there was a ligament tear right ligament tear yeah. acl reconstruction had to be done for me chapter 6 benefits of being brought up in a middle class family so i always say the story right that it, this is what i say my life is what i call the 3p story grew up in an average south indian middle class family uh, where uh, you know i realized the importance of making a lot of money because if you didn't uh, a lot of things you desired for or you believe or you think you deserve is something that you never got because okay. you wanted an adidas shoe and uh, you know your dad gave you a bata ka juta you wanted to wear that fancy levis ka jeans friday market se mummy jeans leke aati thi 100 150 rupaye wale so so for me mere liye wo bahut important tha ki yaar when i grow up i can afford you know shoes or watches or like jeans yes, i feel i feel uh, see the family that we have we have raised in we have been raised in yeah. uh, a proper typical average middle class family we look at the requirement more than the uh, affordability fair enough you know I, i'm I, with you on that i think I, and i think that process kind of helps us uh kind of wanting to uh work towards making it happen correct so if let's say if everything we got whenever we asked for it shayad hum log value nahi karte the wo sab cheezon ka exactly ka. exactly to i mean i'm with you on that fact ki yaar uh, ki it's good that we didn't get everything that we thought we See, or we asked for ultimately if if you you are whatever you are today it's because of those little things 100% 100% i don't deny that i don't deny that because see even now even now if you want to buy uh, you know you buy a fancy levis ka jeans but you can still get the job done with uh, uh, a cheaper local brand 100% 100% now it's just about these are luxuries now yeah which yeah. which comes with the lifestyle you live yeah true that so i think uh, the choice of wanting to buy it or not is a and b being can you afford it or not exactly. like are you in a position where you can buy it like of course let's say you know uh, i'm walk i'm walking through and i pass through let's say a dominos or a mm. let's say mcdonalds for that matter and i want to have one of those whoppers or you know some burger uh having money you can buy it uh but you don't want to eat it because for whatever reason is a and not having money to buy it is is a very difficult thing right so i was very sure that in the first part of my life story of what i call as the 3 p's the first p is the story of penny the story penny. of you know money so i was sure ki it's not about uh, can i eat that burger or not but do i have money that whenever i want to eat i can buy it so i was very sure that i want to work hard make money like making money is the goal of life 
then i grew up i was in just out of school in college and i think that was a time when that whole discussion happened uh, in the peers ki yaar we should you know if you want to do work you should follow your passion hmm. make money following your passion because you will be happy and you will be all that jazz uh, and that's when i kind of you know started performing with my band and touring around doing whatever we used to do hosting shows on at malls and college festivals and all that jazz and that was the story of passion because yeah, now right. it was about making money uh by doing what i loved or what i thought is going to give me joy and makes me feel like a emperor when i'm on stage i put my hands up people are jumping dancing and i can move people mm. and in the story of passion uh and in the next story is what i call the story of purpose so it's the story of penny passion and purpose. purpose the only difference between passion and purpose is when it was the story of passion it was about me it was about me feeling like an emperor it was me mm. about you know me putting up my hands i was the main star in the story of passion in the story of purpose it's the same thing i'm on stage people are out there but then i realized that when i put my hands up and i could make that difference to people i i realized that there are people out there who are going through emotional breakdowns uh, are going through some financial issues or uh, are, you know having some level of disabilities in general or for some reason they are just anxious and mm. uh, you know just in an angry mood but suddenly because i was on stage i could do that their mood is changed they don't feel any more vulnerable or they don't feel any more the way they used to feel and i thought if that is my superpower then i should now amplify that impact Absolutely. right if if whatever i am doing on stage can bring about that level of a difference to someone else so then that's become my story of purpose it's it's now i am not the king anymore now the king is the people who are in front of me and i said uh, the power of digital medium or social media or you know technology in general is the ability to amplify that impact and that's why in today's times you know we curate content across all social media platforms we have a collaboration with trell uh, there are a lot of brands who kind of get in touch with us to curate content for them because they see that we add value through the Absolutely, dialogues that yeah. we have yeah. so i think uh, just summarizing the whole life story of what i call it as the story of penny story of passion story of purpose. purpose i feel now is the time when i have moved towards the story of purpose, purpose. right uh, we try to figure out how we can add a lot of value is it through the virtual events that we host or the workshops and the webinars that we conduct or uh, what we are you know envisioning to do the coach clients happiness academy or the engage and inspire leadership academy of two different ways that we can add add value in people's lives so i think now it's a purpose story for me like i know people like you know there are a lot of my friends who work hard because it's about earning money and supporting the family that is the purpose mm. right i think uh, there are a lot of us who are blessed with a lot of opportunities where we don't have to work because it's about you know paying that emi that month uh, or feeding the family or many other things and i think that comes that is a great privilege so for everybody who's watching this if you are one of those privileged people where you don't have to count how much bank balance you have at the end of the month or at the beginning of the month uh based on the fact that oh if i if we don't have x amount of numbers mm. then it has you know then a lot of things are at question so then that is a blessing that that's is a privilege, privilege. that's a privilege. and i think uh, that privilege comes only when our parents or our grandparents have created that level of infrastructure exactly so if you today have that privilege make sure that you don't just spend too much because our life is actually a loan that we have taken from our future generations so you know just save it up so that you equalize your loan and your whatever uh, debt and what is the opposite thing of loan savings 
asset? Nuclear asset. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> build asset. Thanks, finance guy. So build asset for your future generations if you are blessed, uh, and if you are not, still build asset for your. current like you know for your parents for your family for Absolutely. other things of that sort i have always felt clinsy that uh, i have been uh, god has been very generous with me when it came to a lot of things i i mean uh, look at me i've always got i that's my personal opinion i mean i've always got uh, things much more than i have deserved mm -hmm. okay made be friends mm -hmm. see look i have you <laughs> be it family, mm. uh, be it my colleagues, mm. be it my boss. You know, I mean, uh, I have been blessed with the best of everything. Mm -hmm. I feel that uh, at some point, uh, all of these things are for a purpose, mm. as you said, yeah. purpose. Yeah. And uh, I feel that I need to give it back yeah. to those who need it. Yeah. So uh, my purpose in life would be. Uh, you know living a life uh, where i work hard for myself for mm -hmm. my family for my mm -hmm. future generation mm -hmm. and look back pick someone up yeah and help them uh, and give them an opportunity which i had got because someone believed in me yeah true that i think that brings to a very interesting part in this conversation about nanni si asha right i mean that's what uh, an initiative that we have uh, Uh, started uh, with with the vision that we can actually make a lot of difference. Exactly. Uh, and I think you know people generally think doing charity or social work is about paying money to like some uh, some people or just feeding someone with uh, let's say uh, like for a meal pay for someone's meal is that that's like this is and I'm very old uh, how do you say it old styled in this thought when it comes to this you can feed ten people and you know after that meal is over. What are they going to do? Yes. So if you can teach them to cook, yeah, yeah, yeah. then now uh, you know. If you can teach them how to earn what it takes exactly, to exactly uh, exactly. Here I would quote. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong. I guess uh, there's a quote in the Bible that says that uh, feed feed a person, you feed him for a day. Uh, you teach him to, to fish, fish, you feed him for life. Yes. So that is the purpose that we have started Nani Si Asha for. Basically, Nani Si Asha, it, it's a, a NGO, and uh, the vision is to uh, give opportunity to every kid that deserves the opportunity because we got an opportunity yeah. because someone believed in us. So uh, the only way I feel that these kids can break the shackles of the poverty that has been coming downward. is by education education yeah if if you can educate a child you are actually uh, you know breaking that chain fish. breaking yeah. that chain and the entire uh, tree of uh, the the entire generations below them will bear the fruit of it 100% and i'm with you on that and uh, i think one of one of the goal with nanisi asha is to uh, teach people to fish Absolutely. and uh, one of the vision that i have and i think that's something that we're working on right now uh, with what we're trying to do as the engage and inspire leadership academy is also to bring together a bunch of purpose driven individuals who can further teach people exactly uh, who can then teach people to fish you know it's not it's not just teaching people to fish but it's about bringing together those people who can teach people that 
uh, and and who can build people to build others Absolutely. right and i think that's that's just like layers and layers of it but i think that's how like my vision nikhil it's very simple i want this world to be a happier place to live in one of the reasons why are we not putting like uh, why are we only not focusing on putting like let's say gig videos or pictures or like some sexy pictures of mine is because we are actually adding value through our conversation exactly. there are a lot of people like i keep constantly getting messages dms on instagram or on facebook or on other platforms that we curate content and they say that you know today i was really depressed or today i was feeling really low or down and out and watching your video kind of just you know uh, just brighten my mood up now when that person's mood is brightened up every person he or she is interacting with exactly. is having an impact uh, it's contagious with, it's, it's contagious, contagious right so if i can sit in my house in my own room and create some content which can have that level of impact on someone else i see the ripple effect happening across exactly. right chapter 7 using online media for an offline impact technology it helps you reach out it helps you uh, amplify the impact that you want to have in life and it can make or break depending on what direction you choose to work on and i really believe right at at least by the end of before i pass uh, pass away or before i die right i i really envision that we will be able to touch at least 1 billion people's lives uh there are strategies there are plans uh, how it will work how it will pan out time will say but i think 1 billion people if we can touch 1 billion people and make them happy right if they if we can empower them with tools of transformation based on self motivation and a lot of other things to the world will become a happier place exactly and and we need uh, many more such people clinsy that's the point it will yeah, be it will be we'll have to get those people exactly. together to further you know as i said yeah. it's not just about teaching someone to uh, fish it will be bringing together a lot of people who can further teach people to fish. fish so uh, we are going one will, step ahead of the we'll have to bring together those people who are ready to teach others to fish cuz uh, and then amplify their impact that's how we'll be able to do because let's say for example if you can teach 20 people to fish right if we can help you to teach 200 people to fish hmm. then you know we've we've done like 1000 times the impact that you were able to have and if that and, and my focus is on that if we are able to if we are able to build an infrastructure around it at whatever levels uh i think then dude i think because i remember i'll tell you what so going to kerala was an annual retreat when we were in school right yes. every summer vacation was the idea was going to kerala and i still remember speaking to my grandfather who was in his late i think 60s or early 70s or mid 70s or something when this incident is happening where uh, ideally our parents would always say that you know one uh, because they are not like my parents are from kerala hmm. and they are like the first generation of migrants who settled in mumbai, bombay hmm. in mumbai and they wanted to always go back because you know you that that go was their idea roots, yeah. when you are uh, retired you get to go back to your roots yes. right and uh, so the idea was we will chill relax not work hard and then because as a school kid we've always had the uh, like it's part of our culture that we wake up in the morning because we go to school in the morning so i was up early morning one day and i see my nana out in the field doing some stuff cutting some pineapple doing some basic stuff and i'm like why are you like working now why mm. do we yeah. have like people who can do these things why do you have to do it so then he tells me clint so tell me what is the difference what in your opinion is the difference between a good farmer and a great farmer okay so studied in a capital you know born and raised and uh, studying in a etc environment where 
capitalism is very high, right? So this was my uh, response to him. I said a good farmer is somebody who can produce good quality crop. Mm. Uh, a great farmer is somebody who can produce a lot of good quality crop. <laughs> because capitalism, <laughs> right? Good, good farmer, good quality crop. Great farmer, a lot of good quality <laughs> money, crop. Money, money, money. money. And he laughed and he said, you're right. Like a good farmer mm. uh, or a great farmer, he has to produce good quality crop. Mm. Uh, but what makes, what defines a good farmer and a great farmer is, a good farmer produces that crop for himself or his family members or his near and dear ones. And a great farmer works hard, tirelessly uh, in the field, in the sun, sweats it out because he believes that if he works hard, his nation eats food and becomes healthy, right? Yeah, absolutely. And when he said that, it was kind of a, like, I just thought he was joking or I was too young to understand the magnitude of it. But it's a story that it still, you know, reverberates in my head always. And I can, I can still visualize that going back in time and the whole situation about it. And today it makes a lot of sense because that's the story of a purpose-driven life. That's the story of not where you or your near and dear ones is what you're uh, working hard for or uh, living for. It's about more than that. It's exactly. about It's about your nation. It's about the world now. So, just like that. The bigger picture. The, the bigger picture. picture. And I think that's what inspires me today. That's why even the guts to envision one billion happy homies of what I want to call them. Chapter 8. Overcoming the various challenges of life. Uh, you come from a very conservative South Indian family. Very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so a very conservative South Indian family and uh, Clint Swergis, the rock star, the hippie, uh, oh, yeah. the, the guy who's full of energy. How did this happen? I mean, how is uh, a star born out of a conservative family and who's such an uh, extrovert uh, and you know, the, the whole of you, it, it doesn't just match, it, just, it doesn't fit in, how, how? It's inbuilt within me, like determination, resilience, uh, grit. These are certain qualities that is there within me because I'm blessed with like, you know, it's come from my parents or grandparents and, and the lineage I'd go above. Uh, but the fine line is this, right? My parents are equally or I would, in my opinion, they're way much more determined and, mm. you know, like more self-motivated about a lot of things in life as compared to what I am. But uh, my resilience uh, was on things that I believed in. Uh, their resilience is uh, and their action in life is things that they believe in. Correct. And I think it's, it, the, we are both the same. It's just that slight difference of it all we have is just certain belief systems that we... The directions. We, the directions that we have, mm. right? So, uh, of course, a lot of things like my parents were against the idea of me growing my hair, taking uh, arts from, you know, doing like graduating out of arts from St. Xavier's College, Mumbai, uh, or of many decisions that I, or not taking up a regular nine to five job and wanting to be an artist and experiment mm. with a lot of things. So, you know, I know a lot of people who say that uh, I am a self-made man or a self-made woman, right? Uh, I did it all by myself. My parents didn't know this industry and you know I worked hard and I appreciate respect and you know all all full power to them but this is what I feel though my parents didn't actively engage with me in my dream of wanting to be an artist because they didn't know how what it would take and exactly. what are the uncertainties and all of that they were in fact always telling me not to be a part of this but you know what is the best part of it they still fed me food they still uh, you know uh, didn't show any lack of love to me because you know I was doing something that they didn't like 
or they didn't uh, want me to do or whatever the fight wasn't about their ideas versus my ideas the fight was about uh, can i become uh, can i have a enhanced personal and professional life or with what i'm doing i might not is that was the final challenge right so i think that we've been able to uh, overcome over the past decade or so um, and today when i look at it the reason i'm talking about this is i'm i'm sure that there is a lot of youngsters watching us and they feel the same ki are my parents don't support my dreams or whatever but if they're giving you a place to stay if they're feeding you food if they've given you a lot of values ethics and morals you have got way much more than what you uh, what you maybe des- deserve maybe you deserve a little more i don't know about that but if you've got that yeah, you've got a lot you have you've got more than uh, most of them have yeah you've got a lot more than what a lot of people, people don't have. even have right now yeah, yeah. so you know feel blessed uh, and i think the story about determination and resilience that's that's an individual call if you're sure about what you want to do if you believe in yourself battle it out in the end because you don't know that if you had not given up that 6 months ago right you wouldn't know you Absolutely. what you could have made Absolutely. out of yourself Absolutely. so i think don't give up just continue if if you feel whatever you're doing is not wrong uh don't give up absolutely but there are times that people can have a wrong judgment about what they're doing right they might actually be doing something that is uh damaging for themselves at a physical or a social or a financial or at an ethical level at various levels uh that then you know you got to learn from your own life life situations so so that's what it is so that's how you know i would say if whatever i've been able to become is i always say this it's blessings of my parents and elders teachings of the teachers and support of my friends because if it wasn't for all these three it's like three pillars right it's mm. like a chair with three pillars uh, either of the pillar goes the chair won't sustain, won't sustain with won't be stable for for long and i think that's where i've been blessed with i've you know i i've not been blessed with a lot of um in in simple words a lot of Uh, like opportunities where i i had a lot of money or resources or whatever but if i had these three as my core pillar that kind of helped with you know a lot of other things which has become and because of which the consequence of it has been the ability to make some money Absolutely. or to travel around the world or to do whatever you know win some awards or you know whatever that jazz is so <laughs> i think the focus has been if you if you are if you strongly if you have a strong foundation of values ethics and morals your life will be fine chapter 9 personal life update here's what it is i truly believe social media is an opportunity to let the world know what you want them to know about yourself right i share a lot of things lot of elements of my life from the time i wake up to the time i go to sleep be it the food that i eat the people that i chill with the things that i do uh, and a lot more all the elements right so people believe and feel that they know so much about me which is true because i share a lot of things but what they don't know is there is so much more in my life that is not part of my everyday social media story or is not something that they have e- immediate access to only my you know there are certain things that i have guarded uh, uh, from keeping it public or mm. making it public mm. and there are reasons for it i don't want everything in my life to be a public story right exactly uh, So just to answer to your question am i seeing someone yes i am seeing someone uh have i been having a lot of romantic date nights and you know all that jazz yes okay. that's again something that i think you know i have been very smart about curating it carefully and putting things on social media exactly. as well so yes i that am that brings me someone. to this uh, question clinchy uh, so what 
what is the point uh, do you feel that you know one a person is ready to take the leap of faith oh wow so here's what it is in a relationship right uh, in largely any relationship be it personal or professional relationship also but since we are talking about romantic relationship here there are two things one need to work on right it's what i call a culture of empathy and a culture of problem solving uh, solutions uh, i'll tell you what so let's just you know some people might be like what is empathy so empathy is if you're going through something very tough hmm. right my ability to sense that to feel that you're going through that is empathy right uh, a lot of problems in a relationship is because people feel that they don't understand each other my partner right. doesn't feel me doesn't understand me he doesn't get what i'm saying or she doesn't get what i'm saying culture of empathy will take care of that and when i say culture cul what is culture okay culture is not the clothes we wear or the food we eat or whatever uh, but having said that it is that i'll tell you why culture is so there are actions this is you know let's say we all take like we act we act as not act act but the, everything that we do is an action hmm. any action done for a longer period of time is behavior yeah. when this behavior is mass done mass done as in when there is a there's a lot of people who who believe in that behavior hmm. and they do that like for example people before they eat they will do a sign of cross or they will like look at look above or they will you know so that's culture hmm. because they do it every time before they eat correct and that they don't have to actively remember that before they eat they'll either like you know whatever their action or move or whatever they do hmm. before you go to play cricket or football or uh, do whatever right like before i i know a lot of people before hit the stage they'll go and like do that and that is by default they don't have to actively hmm. think ki yaar main stage pe jaane ke pehle main ye karu hmm. and that's why culture anything you do it again and again again mm. and again where you don't have to be forced to be uh, to have done that it just naturally comes to you that's your natural place so a culture of empathy a culture of problem solving attitude because again uh, problem solving empathy will i can know what is wrong with you i can feel how you uh, are feeling right now but uh, and because of which maybe you blasted at me you got and you know whatever happened between us but if the focus is not on you blasting at me hmm. but at the fact that i know you're going through a certain situation that makes you feel a certain way and hence you are responding and reacting uh, uh, keeping in mind all of those things now it's my opportunity to look at it as let's now solve this issue versus Absolutely. now how dare you say that to me how dare you Absolutely. you know do this do that chapter 10 message for everyone okay um one last one last message for the uh, college students out there about you know how to make it where you are right now dude i don't think i worked hard at all i'll tell you why again he's being modest you know i'll soon to say yaar i'll tell you why i feel i haven't struggled a lot is because i i loved what i was doing when you love what you're doing you don't struggle through it you just go through like you know it it happens to you uh but if you do something that you don't love Clint, I've seen, I've seen, I have seen you taking those efforts. I've seen he does things effortlessly. Uh, uh, things might come spontaneously to him, but uh, he he has uh, worked really hard on the micro dynamics, from scheduling stuff to writing down scripts to understanding the audience, understanding yeah. the nature of the events. Everything in detail, he has you know literally uh, slogged it out. 
he has traveled uh, across cities in 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 week i mean over days uh, without sleeping and all that so he might sound it very effortless but it has taken a lot of efforts and i i always asked him how don't you fall sick i mean even if even if you are sick the the energy is still the same on stage how do you do that because it's a story of passion there when you're Absolutely. passionate about something passion will allow if 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 you have 100% and then you add passion to it suddenly you know the boundaries are taken away then 100% is no more the boundary there are things beyond boundary that passion can bring in and i feel as strong as passion is even more stronger is the idea of purpose because Super. now if you have passion and purpose too that's a lethal combination i think then then there is no then the infinity is the is the limit okay so uh, to the kids out there uh, follow, follow your, your passion, passion and find your purpose find your purpose and meanwhile be strong to your rules be strong to your morals stick your ground just because the others don't play uh, as per the rule book that doesn't mean you have to do the same be smart be smart don't be a pushover be smart but be ethical you know it will take you a long way in the long run it will always work cheers all that i have to say is don't listen to what he said do what you think is right because you got to find your right and wrong this is what has worked for the both of us and kind of works for a lot of people but if you feel you got to play dirty play dirty man but then you got to you know face the consequences of whatever it is in our opinion i feel you know values ethics and morals that's what it is that's the game uh, you know follow your passion find your purpose uh, you will make your penny with that we come to the end of the amazing podcast season 1 episode 1 We don't thank have a you, show Clint. yet. Thank you, Clint, for having me thanks. on this podcast. Actually, thanks, Nikhil, for pleasure. being a scapegoat for <laughs> wanting us to figure out how we're going to do our uh, first episode of the podcast. Thank so you so much. So this is how I say: keep smiling, keep spreading smiles, stay happy. I'm going to see you in the next episode. Woohoo! We truly believe you enjoyed listening to the Engage and Inspire podcast, and if you think this can help add some value in your friends and family's lives. Please go ahead share this video and let's make this world a happier place to live in. You let me remind you that the Engage and Inspire podcast is also available on our YouTube channel. Just go to the Coach Clint's YouTube channel and under the playlist Engage and Inspire podcast, you will find more of added value video content. In the meanwhile, you guys keep smiling, keep spreading smiles and stay happy. Let us know what you thought about this podcast. Bye.